Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Alexa Bliss costs The Fiend his return match at WrestleMania 37. We get three title changes at WrestleMania 37 night two. Gonna tell you all about the WWE Hall of Famers that the WrestleMania 37 crowd turned on. And Bray Wyatt pays tribute to Brody Lee last night. I'm Adam Nicholas. And I'm Andy Murray. And this... I, I don't know which one of us is supposed to go do on, it, but... Go on. This... Go on. This is the news! There we go! Hey! I shout across this echoey-ass room in Adam Cleary's bathroom, which is where I have relocated again. Anyway, we're going to kick things off by talking about the first match on the WrestleMania 37 card, because there were some notable developments as the fiend Bray Wyatt wrestled Randy Orton. And I'm not just talking about Randy Orton's lovely white trunks. Um, This was a deeply weird affair in which uh, the fiend emerged from a giant jack-in-the-box, or if you're Michael Cole, a box-like structure. (laughs) A weird way of phrasing things. Uh, Alexa Bliss pulled the crank, everything else. It was fine, it was what it was. Uh, Then they had a match, they wrestled for about five minutes. Bray was in complete control for the vast majority of it. Looked like he was about to put Randy Keith Orton away. Uh, Had him for the sister Abigail. He was all set up. Fire shoots up from the ring. Who is sitting atop the jack in the box? It is Alexa Bliss. She has somehow changed her outfit. She's wearing black now. And there's this black goo stuff like running down her face I don't know what happened but this is what I watched this morning alright this definitely happened Uh, the fiend got distracted by all of this (laughs) what's happening Alexa what's going on with your face because that's how he talks and he ate an RKO he lost in about 6 minutes Uh, they then stared each other down the fiend and Alexa after the match Uh, the implication of all of this is that Alexa has some kind of control over the fiend of course Bray probably saw sister Abigail or, or in her face or, or something weird but the, the interesting for me coming out of all of this is that an RKO is apparently just as powerful as being burned alive which is what it took to put the fiend away at TLC 2020 but here we are Adam Nicholas Alexa Bliss costing her her pet goblin the match <laughs> what did you reckon of all of this stuff? I- I'm extremely worried about the oil spill that seems to have happened on Alexa Bliss. Uh, I hope they've managed to clean that up today because that would be quite worrying for the environment. 
But other than that, this was weird, wasn't it? I mean, there's, there's no other way to describe it. Like, I'm sure we will get a whole load of spooky stuff to explain why <laughs> this is happening. We should obviously not gloss over the fact that the fiend has come out of his crispy bacon outside <laughs> to reveal a new look again. He's <laughs> fresh as a deer. Look, I know people like the fiend stuff, so I'm not going to just totally rip it yeah. as much as I have just totally ripped it. Um, but yeah. Seems weird to me in terms of booking. Let's try and talk about this seriously if we can. In terms of booking, getting beat by one RKO yeah. is interesting to say the least. Uh, yeah, I feel like every time Bray almost gets somewhere, they just find another way to tell him no, yeah. which is always yeah. fun. Yeah, from a pure booking perspective, it's really confusing to have the guy, you know, come back after so long out and then just losing six minutes by a distraction. Yeah. It's a very curious choice, and I'd be interested to know what people who are really into this character think mm. of the whole deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, Alexa exerting weird control, I'm sure we'll have some kind of wacky follow-up on Raw tonight. Indeed, and maybe he was just distracted, Andy Murray, by those glorious, glorious white trunks of Randy Orton. Mm. Anyway, speaking of glorious, let's talk about some title changes that happened last night because there were plenty on WrestleMania 37 Night 2. Let's start with the first one, which was, of course, the US Championship changed hands last night. Sheamus defeated your man, Riddle, for the US title. Well, not your man, but I'm no. a man. A man who had the belt. Uh, Sheamus beat him last night. It was a, as you can expect, hard hitting affair, but finished off with. In fairness, an incredible spot where Riddle did like a lion, essentially a lion salt off the ropes and in midair was broad kicked to the face and was defeated. And I've got to be honest, as Michael Humphrey tweeted, and I'm sure a lot of people are feeling, felt quite cathartic that, didn't it? It was quite nice to see that <laughs> one bit, yeah. bleeding mouth and Sheamus is your new US champion. However, not the only one because Apollo Crews is now the Intercontinental Champion, having beaten Big E, but not... Cleanly Andy Murray in an interesting choice for the evening. He had some backup last night. They had their Nigerian drum match. Um, and to be fair, pretty decent match up to the point. Uh, yeah. Apollo seemed like he was going to lose, but he had an insurance policy. Dabo Kato came back, uh, who apparently nobody remembers what he looks like or <laughs> that he's quite noticeable given the fact that he's about 100 foot tall. Uh, he turned up, made the, I'd say the save, but really just kicked a big Big E's ass, basically. Uh, yeah. Chokeslam, put him down, and Apollo dragged Apollo on for the one, two, three. Apollo is a new Intercontinental Champion. Nice to see him get the belt. I'm not personally sure about that as a finish, but this, hey, you've got to give them time, I guess. Trust the process and all that. The last title change for the night, though, was Rhea Ripley was crowned the mm. WWE Raw Women's Champion last night after defeating Asuka. This was a pretty great match, man. I mean, uh, Rhea Ripley finally got the chance to shine at WrestleMania. She obviously had the match against Charlotte. That was You'd be looking for some redemption, and she got it last yeah. night. She nailed Asuka with the riptide after a great match. Asuka went to look, was looking to get the finishing blows. A spin, a riptide, a one, two, three, and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, who am I? Jonathan Ross. Rhea Ripley <laughs> is crowned the new women's champion of Raw. Andy Murray, lots of title changes. Your thoughts yeah. on the yeah. way they went down? Yeah, lots of stuff going on. Uh, I thought the riddle Sheamus match was good. It's nice to see Sheamus get the belt because he's been really good this year, yeah, so it was a nice reward. Mm -hmm. 
Where else are we? Oh yes, the Intercontinental title. Yeah, I think uh, Davacato's ring name now is going to be Commander Aziz. He had like some okay. military fatigues on. WWE have registered that trademark. Uh, so that, you know, it's an interesting alignment because he shares Nigerian heritage with Apollo. He yes. uh, was born in Poland, but uh, he's of Nigerian extraction. So there we go. That's a nice little link uh, that makes sense to put them together. And he's massive mm. as well, which is good. <laughs> uh, and then of course, Rhea Ripley getting a nice bit of retribution if you will for Wrestlemania hey. 36 when she lost her title match that was nice to see uh, do you know what else was nice to see Hulk Hogan's crowd reaction across yes the it two was <laughs> you really like me so allow me to try and contain yourself. myself yeah Andy Murray while you deliver some of the best news of the day I think <laughs> I mean, he deserves it. Let's be honest. Terry Bully deserves the response that Mem at WrestleMania. So it started at WrestleMania 37. Uh, he comes out with Titus O'Neil, they're hosting the show. He tries to do his catchphrases, his brothers and everything else, and people boo him. Uh, it's a mixed response, we should note, on night one. You know, there are some smatterings of cheers here and there and everything else. Similar to the reaction he received at WrestleMania 35, but uh, a bunch of clips have made their way to social media and from various sections in the crowd, and all you here is yep. coming out of them and it was particularly pronounced last night on night two when him and Titus came out dressed like pirates for some reason <laughs> pirate ship buccaneers I know I know uh, and pretty much every sentence that came out of Terry's mouth was um, and you doubly noticed it because whenever Titus spoke because Titus is a lovely guy everyone cheered yeah, so it was did. right there Terry looked a little bit shaken up by this whole thing. There was some uncertainty on those craggy features of his. He wasn't the only Hall of Famer to be booed last night as well, though, because when WWE tried to have the Bella Twins attack Bailey, who was being an annoying heel, they booed the Bellas, who were supposed to be the babyface. So some rogue crowd stuff going on. Uh, the Hulk Hogan stuff. Look, we don't need to unpack why he was booed. Everyone knows the story. Um, there we go. Can't complain. I, I, I laughed heartily at this to be perfectly honest with you I will only add to this Andy Murray by saying one I'm amazed this hasn't happened sooner in terms of Hulk Hogan yeah. and two I'm very proud of you Tampa audience I'm very proud of you <laughs> indeed for making the right calls and booing the Bellas as well because Bailey's great we love Bailey so why not um, but yeah that's one thing that happened let's not spend any more time talking about Hulk Hogan and let's talk about <laughs> something that was actually really quite nice last night at Wrestlemania now, we may have just discussed the Fiend and Randy Orton match, and yes, it might not have been amazing, it might have been six minutes, and it might have been a loss for Bray, but this was actually the first time he'd been wrestling since the passing of his good friend and former Wyatt family member, Brody Lee, uh, which it just seems like such a long, like, yeah. it feels like such so long ago, but obviously it wasn't yeah, that it long ago, it was only December of last year. Um, Bray paid tribute to Brody Lee last night in... Yeah, you can say what you want about this. I know some people will be like, man, it doesn't fit the character or whatever. Shut up, because this was great. Yeah, shut like, up. Bray's back in the ring uh, for the first time in ages and did Brody Lee's trademark, yeah, 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 call while doing his trademark hand symbol as he moves his hand away from his face. This was lovely, man. Like, as yeah, much as the match nice. might not be my personal cup of tea, it was just a nice moment. And uh, to be honest, I can imagine for Bray himself actually being, finally being able to kind of do something in ring because for the most part he's either been on fire or he's been off TV so this is really <laughs> yeah. nice Andy this is something the, the kind of stuff you want to see at WrestleMania rather than Hulk Hogan maybe yeah 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. More of this less racist Terry. Um, he admitted it. I can say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was like earnestly lovely. Uh, really nice to see the yeah, yeah, yeah thrown in there, which is something that uh, Brody did loads when he was Luke Harper, when he was uh, part of the Wyatt family and everything else. Obviously, him and Bray have loads of history in wrestling in WWE and everything else together. Bray posted a lovely tribute to him uh, after he tragically passed away in December. So, yeah, I loved seeing this. Uh, a really nice touch and and uh, probably felt really good for Bray to be able to do that at WrestleMania as well. Lovely stuff. I don't know if there's any more to add to that other than no. this is the kind of stuff I want to watch rather than Terry in a pirate's outfit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Less pirate Terry for me as well. Uh, we're going to go to our questions now. Uh, Twitter questions here. First one's from Jake, 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 Jake four times in a row. I don't know why I said yeah. it 12 times. Uh, who asks, who would you have be the one to finally dethrone Roman Reigns, who was victorious in the main event, and now that he's beaten Edge and Daniel Bryan. And would you have them beat Roman before next year's WrestleMania? Adam uh, Nicholas, I almost called you Willborn there. Uh, who have you got? Who have you got? It's an interesting one, this, because as much as this is not the right answer, it isn't. It shouldn't be after all their previous history. <laughs> But last night when Roman won that match, and by the way, the correct decision there totally should have won yeah, that match. And the way that he won it was excellent as well. Really put him over as like the guy still. The boy. Um, I think it's Brock Andy Murray. And I don't know why. <laughs> uh, because my brain after Michael Cole said, who could possibly beat Roman Reigns now? Was expecting Brock's music to go off and, and a confrontation at the end there. Maybe that was just me. I don't know if it's the choice. I don't know if it's the right one, but it's the only one that's come to my head where it feels like that's a guy they would probably want to beat Roman Reigns, maybe. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing Brock, and there's an interesting character thing in there with Heyman kind of obviously in the middle of those two guys. Um, that would be very interesting indeed. I'm going to pick Big E because um, nice. I think this would require a little bit of build. You'd probably need to... to work towards it. You couldn't just do it on SmackDown this week, for example. You would need to build something up over an extended period of time. But I think Big E's a natural babyface, who everyone loves, uh, would be a good foil for the Tribal Chief. And to answer your question, um, I love the idea of Roman holding the title until next WrestleMania or even longer. Mm. I love long title reigns. But can WWE maintain his heat for that level? I'm dubious. So uh, my answer to your question on WrestleMania is fluid depending on how things go. Um, another question here from Big Steve Caston. Hello, Big Steve. He's not little Steve uh, who wants to know. Hey, gents. Long time listener, first time caller. WrestleMania was good for me overall. But do you think they could have switched the main event so that everyone went home happier uh, and the woman finished off the night? I get it for Roman's character. I still liked it. Yeah, I liked it as well. And I think you do make a valid point. There is some value in having the, the people go home happy. Big good feel good moment at the end of Wrestlemania but at the same time I think the, the night two main event was so awesome it almost didn't matter yeah I think I'd have to back you up with that one uh, I can understand why you might think that because that I guess that was a huge moment for Bianca Belair of course and Sasha Banks let's not forget but I really enjoyed the way they did it personally I felt like that was the way it should have gone down and while people might have been keen to see Daniel Bryan or Edge I love Edge but I wanted to see Roman Reigns keep it because he deserves it the man's put in a great shift and I think I personally think they got it right for me yeah I'm right there with you mm. uh, and our, our third and final question today comes from Frank, frankly Salinas terribly sorry I am a fat tongued twat who can't say anything uh, who asks 
Do y'all think that Natalia and Tamina should have won the women's tag team titles? It seemed like the fans were behind them, and it felt like it was Tamina's time to finally win WWE gold. So Tamina got a really good response from the fans、mm. throughout this match. She got chants and everything else. It must have felt really good for her to be in that moment, given how, you know how long she's been in the company without tasting gold. But Uh, my answer to this would be: I think the result was fine、um, because for this division, I would like them to, to keep building it up. I would like them to build it up around a more established team, which、mm. Basler and Jax are. I know they were thrown together at the start, but they've been together a while now. We need more established teams with tenure and stuff. Natalian, to me, I've only been teaming for a very short while.、Uh, let's build them up a little bit more. They can be an established team as well. But until we have more kind of yeah, you know, people with tenure. Uh, I think Naya and Shayna are just fine. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think、uh, in terms of to me, great to see how much they've managed to get people behind Tamina. To be honest, and Natalia as、yeah. well to an extent, but I feel like Tamina is the big notable here. I could understand why they might have gone for sentiment last night,、uh, but let, let's not forget they went for sentiment at WrestleMania 35 with the Iconics, and that did not work out great. So I think maybe sticking with. Naya and Shayna for the moment to try and make these titles feel more important, make them feel more established, not just hot shot them every five minutes,、yeah. and then hopefully we can get something good out of this. Attack a proper women's tag division, Andy, which we both like to see. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That would be a good thing indeed. But thank you for joining us on today's video.、Yeah. Thank you for your questions,、uh, and thank you for just being you. We love you very much indeed. <laughs>、uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE, where you can send us more Twitter questions and any other bollocks you want.、Uh, you can find Adam Nicholas on Twitter at it's Adam Nicholas, and you can find Andy Murray on Twitter at at Andy H Murray. The H today stands for ha 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 Hulk Hogan. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, brother. <laughs> oh no, he's dressed as a pirate. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.